0: Thanks for joining the Freedom Path Investors podcast. We are here today. I've uh, been looking forward to this one for a while. Been trying to get yeah. this together,
1: man, with uh, Mr. Bryson Duvall. Yeah. So what's going on, man? What's up, buddy? Not much, man. We we have been working on this uh, probably a couple months in the making, going back and forth, not not being able to schedule it due to you know our own responsibilities, yeah. but. Grateful to be out here, man. All right. Now we're, we're here, We're here. Happy so, to have you. Absolutely, man. Happy to be here.
0: So, hey, we this is Real Estate Investing Podcast. We talk about everything, real estate investing, and we tend to go down rabbit holes every now and then and talk about life and whatnot. So, we always just kind of keep it off the cuff and see how it goes. I uh, hope you don't mind being a little bit real and raw. That's how we kind of like to keep it. So. I love it, man. I'm uncensored usually. We're, so we're no we're fluff. Getting... <laughs> no fluff here, man. So. Yeah, man. All right, man. Well, here we go, man. What what got you into real estate, Bryson?
1: Um, really, I I'd never really, I guess, saw myself necessarily being in this lane. I mean, I, I knew at some point I would, you know, invest in buildings. You know, I didn't know how active or passive that would be. Uh, you know, my father's owns apartment buildings. So, you know, I knew that I, I was interested in somehow doing that. But not really being a full-time investor wasn't on my radar until, you know, maybe about three years ago. Okay. Uh, So I, I actually got introduced to wholesaling from uh, David Dodge. Um, So yeah, I, I saw what he was doing. You know, I always, I had a personal relationship with him and, Um, he was talking about like flipping contracts, some type of stuff on Facebook. And I'm like, I have no idea what this guy is talking about. (laughs) And it was just like a time where it wasn't as trendy. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, you can just get on YouTube and like say, Hey, you know, make money in real estate with no money or whatever. So I'm like, what are you doing, man? And he's like, told me about it. He, um, kind of coached me up on there and I'm like, well, you know, I'm not really doing much with my life right now. You know, I was in school. Um, You know, came out of like the roughest time of my life, you know, just recently got, you know, clean and sober. So, you know, finishing a degree and I'm like, I hate school, literally, like, I'm not interested in anything, you know, so yeah. I was like, well, you know, I do kind of know how to hustle. I, I do yeah. like sales. So, you know, started working some of his leads, you know, kind of working uh, in a JB capacity for free yeah. with them at Household Easy. Him and him and Mike, you know, mm-hmm. I, I always give credit where credit's due. They definitely ignited a flame and, yeah. and uh, really spent a lot of time, you know, walking me through deals to the closing table and, uh, okay. you know, joint venturing on some stuff. So, that's kind of how it started and so were you kind of going through their coaching program or did you just jump into
0: it and start getting seeking out deals
1: Yeah, I just jumped in like uh, they were kind of going in that lane at that time. Oh, you know, they race? they had their free course at that time and you know, David's like, "Dude, just watch the course over and over like learn exactly, you know, at least like what we're doing mm-hmm. and if you like want to like start after that" Um, so I, you know, I watched the free wholesale course, and then you know they kind of, you know, developed that out into the lane that they're in a, to a full, you know, education platform and podcast. That was back in 2017 or 2018. Uh, 2017, I want yeah. to say. So I, oh, yeah. I, I don't know
2: if David will remember me, but I was a, a property manager, and I actually managed a couple of properties for um, oh, what's that guy's name? I always bring him up. Uh, some the ClickFunnels guy. I uh, manage a couple uh, of Russell Bronson. Russell or? Bronson, yeah. Exactly. okay yeah yep. and so uh David went out there and walked a few of Russell's properties I let them in and stuff like that and uh, I was like asked him a little bit about wholesaling and he said something about having a free course like yeah maybe you should check it out I didn't yeah. do anything I probably should have but right. <laughs> uh, I mean I'm here now so I guess life yeah is good.
1: but yeah he's a Super good, dude. Super Absolutely. helpful, and
2: I know I met Mike Slane a couple times in yeah, the same way for sure. Definitely
1: yeah. solid guys, and I actually uh, my office in the same suite as theirs in Brentwood. Okay, okay. And it just so happened like that. You know, I <laughs> I wasn't one of those people that you know you hear about like these guys that like you know go to a, an event and then they're like, boom, close my first deal. I'm going full time in wholesale, and I'm like, I was I wasn't like that. You know, I made yeah. a little bit of money, but it's like. Either I was just like still like severely depressed with my life that like I didn't really have like confidence in in, in like being like no I can do this I'm gonna make this work I'm yeah. sold you know I'm like oh this is cool kind of hard I don't know how sustainable this is but I'm just gonna work it because I don't have anything better else to do. You <laughs> how, know? how long did and, it take
2: you get your first deal? It.
1: Um, I want to say. After I did that course, I did some art, did some banded signs, and actually the first deal was. Heck, I didn't walk it through to closing, but you know it was my first transaction that I was a part of or got paid on. I would just be at my, I was working at my dad's house and I, or at my dad, dad's house. My dad's. Uh, Uh, foundation and I was just scouring you know like Facebook and Craigslist and all types of stuff like trying to source deals and looking for people and I called this guy and set an appointment got like a price from set an appointment you know, Dave's like, yeah, got the property under contract like that day or literally like within hours. And I was like, okay, yeah. you know, I'm like, I guess this is kind of simple, you know, and he sold it like in a couple weeks. And he's like, yeah, bro, what's your address? I got a check for you, you know, came and like paid me like a thousand dollars or something it's like a cheap property in uh, Jennings. Would you say the house sold easy? Yeah, (laughs) the the, the house was sold, (laughs) delivered as as promised, man. So that was the first check, and then the next one was same thing, Craigslist uh, property and floors, and I think he ended up keeping that one. So after they figured out what they could refi for and stuff, uh, got paid twenty five hundred on that. So I was just like, well, you know, and I this was like even before I was even making calls really. Then I'm like, okay. So now I'm maybe I need to like get in the game a little bit. Yeah. And I'm like, I have no idea what that look those transactions looked like, but you know, it gauged my interest where I was like, all right, cool. And then he was like, well, bro, like, you know, I'll coat you can work some of our leads. You know, I'm not going to pay you, you know, come in. And, and I get it. I'm like, I had no skill set whatsoever. Yeah. He's like, bro, I'll teach you how to call Craigslist. I'll teach you how to call Zillow. I'll teach you how to do all that. So coached yeah. me up on that. And I just started calling, you know, started putting out bandit signs. And um, yeah, I think the next one came from a bandit sign that I put out. And this time, bro, I didn't even have a driver's license. You know, like I, my, my license was revoked. <laughs> I paid my mom like, you know, like 30 bucks. So I'd be like, I convinced her to like take me out to do bandit signs on a Friday at like 2 a.m. Oh, wow. You know, wow. and my mom's like, dude, my mom's a rider, bro. Like, it sounds like you had a I, lot of support, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, man. I, I, I legit i'm not gonna say i owe everything to to my family but it um i I just wouldn't i I wouldn't be nearly doing what i would do if i didn't have the support from my family just through the roughest times of my life you know getting in trouble you know dealing with my active addiction you know supporting me for getting clean and into recovery and all that it's like amazing man it really is um do you think like having this goal of being
0: in real estate was something that helped you, you know, move past that and like ha- just having a, a goal to work towards? I yeah. So
1: it. I, I think it, 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 ignited like the, the, the want for, for more personal development because yeah. it's like coming out of that. And it's like, I mean, you know, me, I started like, you know, drinking, doing dumb stuff when I was like in like 14, yeah. you know what I mean? So like half of my life pretty much of, up until that point. So it was like, You know i didn't really i had to do some soul searching i was kind of like an identity thing like i don't even know who i like what do i do what do i even like to do you know i just felt so like gray all the time like i wasn't severely depressed but i wasn't happy and i had no like purpose Yeah. you know so as i started to build out in real estate that really like got me like that fire again like i want to do something i want to set goals read books and do things like yeah. that i just wasn't like well it's such like an upside to where you were at
2: absolutely you know it's just like holy cow i can go there you know? right
1: and then i started to like network and i think we're 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 extremely blessed and fortunate for the investor community that we have in st louis yeah. like you know it's it's not like that in other markets really? all the time you see i that? should say From what I've heard, you know, and it could be, you know, I know in San Antonio, I know a great group of people down there that they always collaborate, add value to each other. But also St. Louis, just like a small town vibe, you know, which kind of it's a
0: big, small town. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, there's
2: there's enough competition to make it challenging. Yeah. But it's not so much where it's cutthroat. Exactly. I think that's,
1: that's, I, that's a great, that's a great way to put it. Like
0: our local mastermind we're in, like everybody in there is our competition, but we <laughs> right. also, we all do deals together and help each other out. Yeah, absolutely,
1: so. And share our wins mm-hmm. and celebrate them and stuff like that. So it's yeah. really positive stuff. Yeah, what? man. So, but that's, that, that, that to answer your question, Brian, that, that real estate, uh, was yeah. And, and, a, a an ignition type of thing to, um uh, my life really. Yeah you know, as far as purpose, alignment and and direction.
0: I mean, I I went through a very similar thing. It was this inflection point in my life where I felt lost, didn't know what to do and who am I? And like, um, I don't want to say real estate saved me, but like it gave me that fire again because I was on this new path that was exciting and like there was so much potential.
1: we meet weekly we we divide all the campaigners amongst teams and i'm i'm the team leader of the chain breakers okay and uh kelsey is st louis guys he's, uh he's on my team as well okay. and uh yeah we have weekly weekly accountability weekly team meetings right. um set ipa goals for our businesses or you know if you're the solopreneur for 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 you mm-hmm. uh every week and you know, just try to add as much value and provide an environment that's, you know, conducive for success and positive for people, you know, mostly aimed at at the beginner wholesaler. Okay. Um, And, you know, we had a mission of uh, of helping and and supporting 10 people in the campaign to make their first six figures last year. Mm -hmm. I think we were at 13. We ended up with 13 or 14, I think by the end of the year. That's cool. So, yeah, I can tell you like
2: you really have a, a strong hold of that that's really cool man
1: yeah it's uh well, it's i honestly it's been such a growth opportunity for me like I, I i joined it because like selfish reasons I'm like you know I'm at a job and like I don't want to be here I was in project management i'm like you know dis you know, i wouldn't say hated it every day, but severely disliked it um you know since the day I started uh-huh. there and so was it wasn't for a construction company or commercial um, real estate it was more so a distributor so okay. to for commercial materials okay. uh for you know basically like Perrick were our, our yeah. clients okay. and 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 um you know like a, a McCarthy or something like that yep. big commercial GCS okay. um so yeah we just really you know this procurement you said, I can't must, do this forever. Man, like, dude, I, <laughs> it, it, I mean, they weren't. They, yeah, they weren't. They weren't paying me enough yeah. to call me a project manager. That's for okay. sure. And uh, this kind of came about, and I, I would hear about it, and I'm like, dude, that's that's the thing I need is accountability. That's you know, awesome I job. need to have tap into some network and, and environment. and That's what it did, and yeah, you know, I quickly got in there and got to six figures within my first six ma- six months in the campaign. Nice. Wow! And um, yeah, then I. We needed leadership and I was like, oh, like my self-image then, like this wasn't even like, it's like barely a year ago, like compared to what it was now. I'm like a team leader. I'm like, what? Like, oh, I have to like How lead that? people, influence them. And I, I kind of took it on um you know with a lot of hesitation but it's it's led to a tremendous amount of personal growth that's
2: yeah i
0: can tell you're really passionate about it so that's, Absolutely. that's cool you found
2: that. yeah, yeah it's like so a family man were you doing uh, uh were you working while you started wholesale, or did you like? yeah sales? i was working
1: that whole time throughout okay. all yeah, those okay. deals yeah. and then um yeah i left my full-time job last year may first actually oh so wow coming okay. up okay. coming up one a year full so you were
0: doing it part-time for what a couple two three yeah years? a couple years yeah, yeah. okay
1: yeah, man, and I was I, just inconsistent. You know, yeah. I was like, I didn't have like a clear path. Well, you're you're working
0: on the nights and the weekends and it's yeah. more of like a hobby. Then, right.
1: right. And yeah. I had no concept of like data management or like real marketing. I'm like, I don't know, just call these people. So you were know? you
2: looking at that as like a side hustle for supplemental income or were you like, I'm gonna work my way out of this job eventually and, and do this full time?
1: Yeah. So I graduated college um, and started working there, but I didn't want to. So right when I got into that job, I was like, yeah, I got to make real estate work. <laughs> nice. You know, like I, I was teetering, like, should I just go full-time in real estate or or take this full-time job when I graduated? Yeah, exactly. You know, and it's like, I feel like it was like the safest play that I've ever made in my life. And I regretted it, you mm-hmm. know, because I was like, I I didn't like, my parents didn't pressure me into making any of the decision. I mean, obviously they're like, yeah, you know, it would be secure if you got a job, you know, right out of college, you have some job history, you know, but they weren't like, there's no way you're going and, you know, doing real estate and trying to just make some, take some risks like that. But they definitely sided with, you know, like most people that love us side with safety, you know, yeah, it's usually
0: did your, uh, did your parents have any entrepreneurial experience at all there? Uh, my or father's what? a
1: dentist, okay. you know, so he's a solopreneur, yeah. I guess is the best way. He's self-employed and, um, yeah, not, not in the same sense as I guess we do, but, mm-hmm. but definitely an ownership mindset. Well, I'm um, just
0: curious. Cause, uh, you know, you see so many parents that just want to their kids to go to school and get a job
1: and you know and they do they're I mean they're traditional yeah they're they're definitely traditional and they believe in education getting solid jobs Mm -hmm. providing like that and me I just have never I've always been kind of just the unconventional one in my family you know and that's why I did a dumb a bunch of dumb stuff and you know always challenged the 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 status quo, you know, so I the just most successful people. I love it, that I'm spirit, sure.
0: man. I consider myself a rebel yeah. in, my, in my youth too. man. I'll i
1: never forget. I think I was working at the hardware store and I, I, I know you guys can appreciate this. It's definitely uncensored, but that's, Hey, you guys invited me on here. So that's what I'm <laughs> going to do. Um, and no, yeah, no, no, no curse words, but you know, I, I was working a job I think my freshman year and you know, at that time, you know, I'm young in high school, smoking pot, doing stuff like that. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I realized that there was a decent opportunity to make money in that. So, oh, okay. you know, I, I went down that path and like, I think, I don't know, it just ignited something where I was like, yeah. I, so I, I just think I've had that bug of some form of entrepreneurship, whether productive or not. Yeah. Um, and I just never as as early as those days i never considered like i couldn't have a vision of me like working a nine to five hmm. you know i right. it just didn't see any job like only job i like was forest park golf course and you know? i was like i golfed before and rode around a golf cart you know? <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, it's not, not terrible how could money you not like that like, job? Yeah, yeah, yeah but other than that i'm like dude, i just i can't it's hard for me to attach to it you know and feel passionate about it i'm like i I don't know. I'm just like, it seems like I'm just like over here and everybody else is like working and they're trying to do their best. And I'm just like, what is going on? You know what I mean? Like, what? okay, I guess I'll do my job while I'm here. You know, I'm like, yeah. I don't know. It's just, yeah. It's one of those things.
0: It, You know, so many of our real estate investing friends now, I'm like, I could never see this person in the corporate space again. Like there's so many of us that are like unemployable now.
2: Oh, we're tainted. There's no doubt
1: about it. Like, I
0: hope I never have to go back and beg for a job from an employer, but like, yeah, I it would be soul crushing for me.
1: Yeah, man. I <laughs> yeah. was talking to a guy, and it, that's what's just so amazing about wholesaling and and just the, the avenues that it opens up, like a realm of possibility. Meeting people like you, meeting people that are developing. You know, stuff you're like, wow, I met this guy off a cold call. You yeah. know, he happens to be like yeah. own this huge construction company or he's actually a developer. He's also, yeah. you know, a commercial landlord and owns building. You know what I mean? It's just it's so as I've been in this, it's 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 just elevated my vision of like, wait, some of this stuff is like accessible. You know, it was like it goes, you thought like I used to always think like to be a real estate developer, you need like a a master's degree or like have like some, some like law knowledge or do everything. And it's like, yo, like you, you, you get quicker access to people that are like doers.
2: Yeah, I I think you open up, like you open up your mind to the power of what leverages and it's like a platitude. Everyone talks about it, but really it's it's super powerful. Like if you don't know how to do a specific thing, that's, that's okay. Someone else does. And it's either a company that does, or an individual you can bring on that does. You can either hire them part time or or whatever, yeah. or full time, and uh, get the job done for you. So, like, yeah, we're 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 about to possibly do our first teardown rebuild. Ooh. You know what I mean? And that was something like just it wasn't months, even know, know. in the vision. No, no but, absolutely. You know, but you know, called the bank. Hey, we have this deal. This is the situation. And he's like, okay, yeah, well, we can do that for you guys. Like,
1: yeah. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you guys will finance this construction. Well. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll yeah, it, it's it's amazing, man. I really feel like not just to to the gateway to build, uh, wealth, but also yeah, just a different gateway to for opportunity is yeah. what what I look at wholesaling as. Absolutely.
0: So your wholesaling business today, what does it look like? You know, you started doing it part time for a while, not yeah. too long ago. So what's what's your setup look like now? I mean, what kind of? Well, first of all, like I look at it like three different arms. You mm-hmm. got Legion yep. acquisitions,
1: dispositions. So.
0: What's uh, to start with Legion? What's that look like in your business?
1: Uh, right now we're just doing calling and texting, yeah, you know, yeah. just strictly outbound. Um, I want next quarter I will uh implement an inbound channel. Um, so you know, I'm not sure exactly what that looks like right now, but we're heavy on the outbound All right outbound now. Process. Yeah, we are uh, yeah, yeah, I'm probably gonna double down on, on, on cold calling yep. here, uh, starting next week. Um, and yeah, God, just handled by VAs right now. So i mo- going to move one of the uh, prospectors into the lead management seat. Okay. That's what she's training in now. Lauren, she's awesome on the phones nice. and super detail oriented. So really going to toss off a lot of the lead management mm-hmm. onto her so that I can just focus on what I like to do. And yeah. that's, that's acquisitions. So. Well, yeah, um, we, we're going to have to talk to you more about that offline. That's cold calm. It's something we kind of gave
0: up on. We just never had much success with it, you know?
1: So. Yeah. I, I guess there's two ways to look at it like you can look at it like what are the quality of the calls like because that's the thing it's like you listen to a call it's like it's never going to sound like what you want it to sound like right like uh-huh. I had to almost like abandon that like I'm like I look at like how I cold call yeah. and I'm like yeah this is trash you know what I mean like <laughs> you should not laugh, you want it's <laughs> like what, like, terrible yeah. you know but at the end of the day I think it's it's a volume yeah. play. You know, because it's like you—you you look at it like this. It's like, say, somebody doesn't respond. Maybe that call was just terrible. They're like, "Yo, this person is clearly from a different country, and they're calling me on my phone, and it's a cold call." Yeah. You know, yeah. and they don't respond back to it. Well, it's like, great. You know, maybe they're not interested, but you know, that'll still be on another text campaign.
2: Yeah. How are you doing? You know, how are you how are you faring with referral business right now?
1: Um, I get a decent amount of, and not like, like with, with very little online branding or presence, yeah. you know, like not from like a, somebody sees my website or somebody sees anything like that. Like I probably, I mean, I don't do like super well about it, but I probably get a, maybe like two sometimes warmish referrals. Yeah. Somebody knows like, Hey, you know, they're trying to sell their house, maybe like two a month. And they can be some of your best deals. True. Really, really so can. one of them was and the other ones were just kind of like, eh, you know, they they were just yeah, people that that wanted to sell a house. Uh, a couple of them turned into listings for agents that, you know, I work with. So it still it still provides value and at least it's um yeah,
2: you're you're helping people, you're broadening, absolutely. you know, what I mean, and you, you never know what kind of connections you might get
1: from yeah. that. So it's it's definitely
2: Referral business is everything. I think it's carried us a a long
1: way. Yeah. yeah. So I need to get better. Honestly, I need to get better at it. When you ask that, I'm like, dude, I got to figure out how to like really get that testimony. Yeah, testimonials, different things uh, that you can do or leverage your your online platform as well. I think just
2: longevity in the business, man. Mm -hmm. Like that's one of the biggest things. Like more people get to know you and know what you do and they know that you're for real because you've been doing it for a while. Right. You know, and it's just like they feel comfortable. Referring out if it's an agent, a client or a family member, a friend, you know what yeah. I mean? Like they're yeah. comfortable with you and stuff and so forth. So
1: it's huge I agree. Problem. I need to get better at that, man. I need to get better at. at well, we're not at, here to lecture you. At, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not, I'm just thinking out loud. I'm like, I need to get better with uh, yeah, just online presence in general content, you know, people, but there's still people that are like, dude, we don't know what Bryson does kind of like, I guess you like buy, he's in real estate, you know, like what does this (laughs) guy, what does this guy do? You know, he says he's buying houses and things like that.
2: But I think my family, my whole entire family, except for one person, understand, like they don't understand what I do at all. Yeah. Oh, I'm super happy for you. (laughs) I just know you're
0: doing something in real estate. Yeah, exactly. They they don't really know. It's really important to make sure everybody know what's, they all know what you're doing. Right.
1: Exactly what I do. Like, that's a big thing where there's clarity in it. You know, I think that's that's what builds the the credibility is because it's like they kind of refer and they don't really know what's going on. It's like,
0: I mean, I know some OGs in the market that have like, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they don't even really market anymore because they've just been doing it so long and people just bring them deals and put them in their lap. That's longevity. Um,
2: but the uh, credibility that you just said kind of is a good segue into mm-hmm. acquisition. So yeah. you go to an appointment. What does
1: it look like? What kind of framework or how do you set the tone for an appointment
2: before you get out there?
1: So um, I'm like I said, I, I I mentioned before that I am a little little virtual and and in person. So if it can be locked up on the phone, if I know this person's motivated and like you say, sometimes you only know deeper motivation when you see them.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. depending
1: on the personality type
0: well so many people will just put up a front over the phone absolutely. and then you get there and they break down and tell your, your, their life story and absolutely that's what we were talking about before we jumped on here is like i don't think there's any way virtual wholesaling can compete with being in the living room with the homeowner i mean there's so much more you find out about the deal and i mean there's been times where okay they got a price over the phone and then we show up and the
1: price has come down 20 30 grand you yeah. know yeah It's a little bit different when you look up and you're like, yeah, we didn't talk about the hole in the ceiling when we were on the phone, you know, but I, I, I see both sides. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily disagree with you, but it really just depends on, there's, there's factors at play, like, you know, how good the salesperson is on the phone, Mm -hmm. how, how, um, you know, good at the, at, you know, how good is their communication at really digging for pain over the phone? Yeah you know, which isn't always the easiest versus, you know, some people just deliver better in person. So I think um, we both know it both ways work. Yeah, you know, we know people that get crazy spreads just solely virtual. Mm-hmm. And we know people that do all of their appointments and in, in, in person. But yeah. to answer your question, Jake, I think um, before I go to an appointment, I just am am absolutely clear on expectations. You yep. know, unless it's like one of those things where I'm like, yeah, it's in a really good area, and I'm like gonna be in that area. Well, I'll meet you there. You know, kind of like the limp property. That's how that yeah. happened. That you, guys, <laughs> that you guys, that you guys got to me for got got to it first. I didn't know before. we had competition on it. No, it's yeah. no, <laughs> amazing. That's funny. Um, that's a, that's an interesting guy for sure. Interesting seller.
0: Um, Heath, what's up, buddy? Hey, I got a shout out finally. Brian's a, <laughs> Brian's a beast. All right, man. Nice. He sure is. Uh, he wants us to give a shout out to Heath Roofing. Uh, hey, Heath, we're looking for sponsors on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> come talk to me, man. Come pop up, man. We yeah. got you. I like that. All right, shout so out to Heath Roofing. Back it up a minute. How many uh, VAs did you say you have?
1: Um, I have two full-time. Yeah. I have a part-time admin. Okay um and i'm looking to bring i'll keep my admin part-time for now they're mostly doing data management like yeah. getting getting him to do like cape just build out like weekly reports so we don't have to do that or i don't have to have my prospectors like always do that at the end of their shift are they pulling data for you uh yes so what do you do and and this is awesome <laughs> like, like, no, this, this, is, this is good do stuff. You work no i hope you don't like you in the real estate you know, life bro, oh, i hope you don't yeah. So, so, I mean, the thing is, it's like, I, you know, I, I used to do everything. I mean, I'm still having trouble letting go of the vine, man. It's, 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 it's not easy. Yeah. You know, I think it, it's always like, you know, the thought of like, no one's going to do it like how I want to do it. Nobody's going to do it as
2: good as I want to do it. You think you're going to look like Tarzan, but really you look like George of the Jungle. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let
0: go of the vine. <laughs> You mean it doesn't work like all the gurus say, just uh, just start a business and hire everybody to do everything for you?
1: And- it is like, I think the, the thing is what I'll say for anybody that's beginning, I, I, I would suggest that you start with the end in mind. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, do you want an automated, delegated business where you can operate mostly in your zone of genius? And it's like, you need to be recording your processes from the, from the jump, day yeah. one. What do I do every day? What does that look like? You know, so I started like, oh, wow, now I have like traction in my business. Oh, yeah, I do want to delegate this stuff, you know, and it's like, you know, I'm, I'm almost like addicted to hustling instead of like being a CEO. But if you could flip that to I'm addicted to building out my business. Exactly. You know, and hustle on that front. Like, absolutely. You'll just you'll start starting new businesses. Absolutely. That's the only way you can start yeah. a new business, you know, but it's like hustling on that stuff isn't fun. Yeah, you know that's the that's a problem, yeah. but it's uh, um, yeah, I do. I, I started to do all that list pulling, all the data management stuff, and I do a little bit of it as far as um building out campaigns and like you know setting up marketing. And I want to delegate. Some of that too, but I mean, as far as pulling lists, cleaning lists, it's like, dude, we have no business spending time doing. Ah, I hear you. Like That's
0: that. one thing that I own that I need to just yeah. give up on. Yeah, it's but super.
1: You. Brian's good at it though. Like he's
2: like you're you're dialed in, you're focused. Like yeah, you but get the job. Like, but how much time
1: does it
0: take? I don't love it, and it's not yeah. really the money making activity. I mean, we can True. easily hire that
1: out. So. Yeah, I mean, you 4 dollars an hour. Fun. Somebody could do all that for yeah. what? They can manage your data, whatever, fill out, you know, update dispositions or, you know, yeah. suppress data as needed like on a weekly said, basis. For, the vine is tough, man. <laughs> yeah, fifteen hours a yeah. week, maybe? I mean, there's some pretty impressive people on 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 that Upwork true, that you're right? like, dude. I thought I knew this stuff. This guy went to school for this, right? And I can pay him four hours an hour
0: And half the time that I
1: can. Yeah, yeah i just <laughs> picture somebody sweating at a
2: computer, like <laughs> late night, coffee, smoking cigarettes, like trying to figure something out. And some VA just comes like
1: done. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, you get stress. You get more more time for the kiddos, man. Less less. Um... I think at the end of the day, it just it, for me doing all those tasks just clouds my mm-hmm. mental clarity. You know yeah. that mental energy of switching back and forth from tasks. Yeah, you know it's like if you hire a salesman in your company, you just want to want them to show up to sale, sell, so Yeah, like you don't want them to, to be like, "Cool, right. you guys are selling the deals." Awesome, I'm locked in.
0: Oh my goodness! It sounds like you got a lot of front end and back office support, and so you're doing all the acquisitions mm-hmm. and dispositions, selling all the yep. deals too. All yeah. that. All I want. I wanted to
2: ask this question. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What's your philosophy towards dispositions? Like. A lot of people, I, at least when I started um, a few years ago, you know, it was like build out your buyers list and so forth. And yeah. it, I, re, I think that's good. You definitely need to build out your buyers list as just in a sense of like recording who you sell to. But honestly, I think Facebook Marketplace is your buyers list. Yeah, you're gonna find, and then just build relationships based on that.
0: That's worked out good for us for selling yeah. for, know, like like it, it, and for finding renters.
1: I mean, we just think about how how well you can sell a deal in our Facebook investment group. Yeah. It's, it's like, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, if it's a deal, it just sells, yeah. you know what I mean? If you have to, obviously really the only uh, requirement is that is vetting the buyers. Mm-hmm. That's all, you yeah. know, cause it's like, yeah, we know wholesalers are gonna, you know, drop their email as well. And that's fine. It's yeah. like, do you have a buyer? You know what I mean? Or what are we doing here? You know, it's it, so to, to answer your question, I think it is, I can't speak for the people who have built, built out the extensive, you know, fifteen thousand buyers list, and they blast it out like that because I've never tried it. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm the person that's like, a lot of my deals go to a lot of the same, not the same people, but there's a it's a short list.
2: So what we're what we're doing is as you know, we put properties out there. We get a lot of emails Mm -hmm. and our, our leads manager and and us too, to some extent, we have like a, a dispo spreadsheet with like different regions in the area. And we start recording those, you know, uh, those emails in that area. So like, Mm -hmm. if we want to blast out property, we just email it. There you go. So it hits their inbox and then they can, they can see on Facebook and then we're doing some ninja stuff too. Brian's working on. I mean, the, the
0: simplest way, if you're just starting out, I think is like, we'll just go on the Facebook groups. And if you got a lead in Jennings, type in Jennings buyers and then you'll see all you'll these other deals the that everybody emails. else posted. And, Absolutely, you know, that's yep. how
1: you can quickly build a buyers list, but. True. I think that's actually a, a very organic way to, to do it. Get them on the phone. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I'm always trying to get people on the phone. Yeah. Talk to buyers, you know, really see what their vision is, what they're trying to do, you know, how often they're buying, what they last bought. How about how they're buying?
0: Yeah, (laughs) exactly. How are you buying this, man? Well, I mean. Show up to closing. (laughs) (laughs) There's a new real estate investor every day. Everybody's trying to get into it, you know. So, I mean, not to like knock on people, but I don't want to waste my time with tire kickers or people that aren't confident to go out and put an offer on a property like Our deals go fast. Like yeah. I, you know, I get people like I put a deal out, and they text me a week or two later. Like, yo, you gotta, you gotta be ready to jump, you know. Literally, like, you know, hey, can I meet you out there next week? I'm, you know, people are working doing this part time. Like, right, yeah, you, you got to be ready to jump. Yeah, on Bryson, part time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like yeah, it's like you you, you want to deal with the real estate investor, not the yeah. not the person who invests in real estate. Mm. You know, well put, because it's like, you know, everybody like there's tons of people that invest in real estate, but they're like, oh, they're a doctor, a lawyer, whatever. But they're not like, I need five deals this month. Yeah. You know, they're like, yeah, if there's a deal that works and they're going to work with an agent. Yeah.
2: Are you taking you know? are you taking down properties at all to, uh, you know, wholetail or rehab or just
1: to take them down to control them and then sell them wholesale? No, man, I, I I've been just wholesaling. I am. um you know forming a partnership to buy some multifamilies. uh but other than that I'm I'm straight wholesale right now you know I I I need their stuff I'm I look like in like past pipeline and I'm just like that I could easily wholesale that property yeah. you know I'm like <laughs> literally so so easy and during this market that we're we're in now yeah. I'm like wow there's I, so much I, opportunity
0: I, in this market right now like if you're saying there's not deals out there then yeah you know
1: yeah, it's, I it's, sorry, I mean, great, but- yeah, I mean, you, you have to be quick and you have to be consistently marketing. Yeah. But it's like, you know, it's all a, a time thing. You may call a prospect today. He doesn't answer. We could call him on Monday and he answers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. And also,
2: too, like when you're when you're talking to a seller and stuff like that, you're negotiating. You got to keep in mind that this isn't 2019, 18, 17 prices. This is 2020, 21 prices. And you got to shift the goalposts a little bit of what you're going to offer. Like you can't go in there and expect to be like, OK, this is four cent. 65 grand. You know, what I mean? like, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's where I need to be. It's like, no, it's like you actually have to look at some of these update comments. Yeah. Go back six to nine months, not a full year, and see what the market's done um, because you're going to be surprised. You yeah. I mean? I,
0: I mean, we just did a deal on a house in Hazelwood. And if anybody's watching that's not in the St. Louis area, Hazelwood's about a 100 to 150K ARV mm-hmm. typical for a cookie cutter three bedroom ranch, you know. Uh, I mean, this house was worth 120, 125 max. Just a year ago, yep. right. and now the comps are at one fifty five, one seventy five. I'm like, it blew my mind. I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah. So we actually ran this lead like six months ago, and it never went anywhere. They tried to fix it up. We went back out there just a few weeks ago, and our offer after we ran the comps like we came up eight grand on our offer. And it's like,
1: they're like, yeah, important. we want
0: to sell. It. <laughs> yes, well, well, good for you for holding out. Right, you got yeah. more. You, you wrote out the market,
1: but. Yeah, it's interesting, man. So I, I would
0: throw that out there to anybody that's doing this consistently. Like, go back and look at your old leads that you thought were dead. I mean, because you might be able to raise your offer ten, twenty grand, like
1: depending on where six it months is. ago. Yeah, you're so right, man. But, so right, reengaging leads around this time. So that's also, like you say, some people are more motivated to sell. They just weren't really interested, and then yeah. they're like, we probably should sell this vacant house now. Yeah. You know, <laughs> this might be a great time. It's in a decent area, so. Yeah. I, I agree 100% man, right? Well
0: man, let's get into a little uh, lightning round here man.
1: So, We're back to the lightning round. Boom. You <laughs> <I laughs> got the memo. Got All right. the can questions let's, here. Let's get it. <laughs> what would you
0: say has been uh, your biggest success so far, Bryson?
1: Biggest success. Wow. Um that's actually a tough question, man. This is a lighting <laughs> round. <robot. laughs> Get two seconds. My <laughs> I biggest, would, I, would, I guess would. like monetary, like, you know, was hitting that, you know, six figure mark and in, in a wholesaling business. I think it, it was um, kind of like release that glass ceiling. Yeah. You know, I think that was the biggest. And I, I honestly, like emotionally, I don't feel that much of a, a success behind it. Yeah. I really just don't. You but are to cry. <laughs> to not but but i think in in terms of success yeah other than that uh you know my best life success overall was um yeah getting clean and sober what's been your most influential book Ooh, um i would say oh wow, that's a great question that's to a hear. thinker
2: we're gonna uh, have to have our b yeah <laughs> don't say don't say. <laughs> the lightning, lightning round. Um,
1: yeah. I would say probably probably the four agreements. I've never heard of that book. The four agreements. Four, four agreements. The yeah, four, four agreements. agreements. Yeah. Or I like Atomic Habits a lot. Yeah,
2: I've heard of that. One um, That's a powerful book. I never read it, but I've like gone through all the clips. Yeah, it's, it's
1: super powerful, <laughs> yeah. bro. Like definitely like scientific type yeah. of typeface, but um, God, it's like all books are so good, I feel like, in like the personal development space, mm-hmm. that's hard, man.
0: That's all hard. of my books I've read in the past- since I got into real estate, have all been personal development. Yeah. I'd like to just read one for fun. Every, you know, yeah. so, <laughs> get, like, get what, back what to that. You know, know? What <laughs> do you
1: read for fun after like you're like in that? Yeah, but, but I, it's something about
0: when you're in this growth mode, man, you just want to absorb all the information you can to get better. You know?
1: Absolutely. I also uh, Magic of Thinking Big is awesome. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. There's so many. Jesus Christ, yeah. I don't even have a favorite, man. That's my answer. How about Still on the opposite
0: away. end of successes? what's been your, your biggest struggle, man? Um, my biggest struggle, yeah.
1: I mean, a lot. Um, so, what what time frame are we talking? Life? Oh,
0: well, <laughs> I mean, in your like in your business today, like I don't know what's what's been a hard thing to overcome. What's uh, you think holding you back, or something you got to do to scale up?
1: Um, I really think is just like. Uh, what has been is like my li- my limited belief around leadership mm. in my company. Mm. Yeah, you touched on that a little bit. Earlier. Yeah, okay. that's been the biggest struggle. You know, really like that's a mindset yeah. thing, right? Oh, it's huge. Yeah. It's like uh, and also it's a mindset and a skill set thing for sure. Yeah, you know, working on the skills to build out leadership, communicating effectively, yeah. helping cast cast the vision, and also operate within that vision consistently. That it can be um, conveyed and -hmm. and transferred to people in your company. So you're talking about modeling the behavior that you're asking people. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. It's like, sometimes it's like, I can be in just full, like hustle mode and I'm like, what are we, what are we doing here? You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. well, you know, you're not necessarily like showing them, um, and showing and and versus telling and, and really supporting them on a, on a level, um, that's conducive for their growth. Yeah. And it's and sometimes it's tough. I'm getting a lot better on it. And I think the limited belief was like, you know, how do I, how do you get somebody in your company that like can close deals? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that, yeah all those thoughts were, and I'm just like, you know, people do it. So well, I think, you know, I mean, I'm, just, can, I'm not there right yet where I'm like, hey, I want an acquisitions yeah. manager. But if you're not casting
0: that vision to them every day. I mean, you might find a sport. rock star, but they're going to, you're going to burn them
1: out. And absolutely. You're gonna look
0: elsewhere, you know, if they're shitty leader, leadership. So yeah.
1: um, I, I'm goes, with you,
0: man. I think that's huge. It's something I'm trying to get better at. Right. And um, I've seen it in other organizations. The leadership can make everything in the business. So
1: absolutely. Yeah. Man. Yeah. It goes back to, it's like John Maxwell's level of leadership and, and different things. It's like, yeah. yeah, it's hard to be, uh, you know, you get a get a level 10 salesman and you're, you know, a level seven leader doesn't really, you know, yeah. work out. He's like, yeah, I'm out of here, bro. Yep. You know, because he's, he's operating at a different level. So better pay him well. Yeah. Really just showing <laughs> up, at, showing up consistently for the vision with the consistently for the business with, um, you know, operating every day within, you know, that's aligned with that vision. You know, it's probably been this. I'm getting better at it, but it's definitely been the biggest challenge in business. Sure. Um.
0: It sounds like you're doing all this
1: prospecting. Mm-hmm. What's one system that you would recommend to somebody that's really been good for you? Um. Wow. There's. Yeah. I mean, dialers, all that, that's like, you that, all, that. that's or, great. You, you know? know, I mean, I've, I've tried them all. We, we currently use call tools, okay. uh, for cold calling. We use, uh, batch leads for SMS. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really think the best system I'd recommend to anybody of any level is probably REI SIFT. REI SIFT? REI SIFT. Yeah, a lot of people haven't. It's a, I, I want to call it a data management system software but it's like much more than that just really you might be interested in something like this because really it houses all the data yeah uh with different statuses at at any point also tags phone numbers you build out all your campaigns okay um you can um you know you're tagging things and they're they're building out different tasks in there now but really just gives you a huge level of data insight at any time are you You using that as like a crm you can use some people do I don't I use Podio as a yeah. CRM but um you could you know there's some people on a tight budget starting off and they just use their CRM and set tags there you yeah. can't right now communicate out of it you know you'd have to have some type of dialing platform whatever to for you know correspondence with the with the prospect but it you can look you know at you can go through a, a campaign and after everything's everything is is dispoed and updated in that data, whether you can integrate it with different, you know, platforms so that you can update this data, you could see at the end of a list like, Hey, you know, we called through this list three different times, you know, these are the people who didn't pick up this guy has all wrong numbers on his record. Mm. You know, so how do we get in touch with this guy? And what if he's tax delinquent code violation and the property's vacant? Yeah, Mail them. Go drive, you know, right. go drive the house exactly. Knock the door. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, I, I'd probably go door knock a guy that if I yeah. had his mailing address. Right. You know, what happens if both both mailing address and property address are both vacant?
0: You got to find the unfindable. Ex- yeah, find, so it, it really broker. is.
1: But at least you get insight on like, okay, these people aren't pretty much on paper are mm-hmm. are are not able to be found. Yeah. But look at the underlying potential motivation there. Mm-hmm or or vexation or situation that they're going through. So it's just a whole new level of 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 prioritizing uh, prospecting. You know, you can stack all your data and say, hey, you know, all we're doing is going for tax delinquents and vacants It has a vacant filter on there. You know, maybe we want things that are just tax delinquent and code violation. You know, yes, yeah, so I'm going to check that out, man. We use property list
0: manager. I don't know if it's the same thing as that. I've heard of that. It's yeah, I've like, looked at it. It's like up. a list stacker, but that right. sounds like it's a little more advanced. So Yeah. yeah. And it,
1: it's, I like, and that's really the only reason why I'm using call tools because they have integration now. So like oh, my man. cold caller can, after each disposition, they can just say it's a wrong number in call tools, but also a wrong number in RESF. That's nice. Yeah, One click. Ooh. So it's like, if anything, if you, t- if you call through a bunch of prospects, you have a decent amount of insight if there's there's a decent amount of connections so you we'll want me
0: at integration I learned
1: that. hey bro they're, they're working they're building out a whole bunch of stuff so Tyler the the founder of it is an awesome guy yeah. provides great value in the in his Facebook group and they do masterminds and weekly calls and it's just if you're a data nerd, Brian, I'm telling you, you'll, you'll, you'll love it, bro. I never thought you'll love it, bro. half my life ago I'd be a data nerd. Like, yeah. I am in this business. So. Honestly, it's like you, you look at it. It's like when I got into this business, I'm like, you know, thinking like, okay, yeah, this is sales, whatever. And now it's like, yo, it's like an IT company. Yeah. In some way, it's sales and marketing. It's sales and marketing, marketing company. Yeah. Sales marketing company. But it's like you know, how things are, especially if you're virtual and everything. It's like, yeah, systems, process, all that stuff plivo numbers and this platform and this integration it's like yeah. it's like a information technology instance
0: somebody put a quote out not long ago that kind of went viral i think it said uh when i when i stopped thinking of myself as a real estate investor and started thinking of
1: myself as a real estate marketer mm-hmm. everything blew up so we are a marketing company yeah, yeah that's what day i think uh first person i heard something like that was david he said You know, we're, we're just in the marketing business, the, the products or service just involve real estate, you know? Yeah.
0: Love it, man. I got one more for you since you, uh, are superhuman wholesaler. Yeah. What is your super, uh, human trait, your superhero ability?
1: Um, my, my ability is, is just to, just to connect with people, I think, Yeah. you know, really to just, um you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge proponent, I, I try to live uh, very transparently, you know, with in, a, in an authentic way with whatever I'm doing, you know, so if I can't operate in that space, then like, I'm, I won't be in this space. Yeah, you sure. know, so I think it's just a natural thing. You know, I, I, I've been blessed to have so many life experiences, good and bad and exposure to both sides of the tracks, I guess you could say that that's allowed me to, you know, have empathy for, for, for pretty much anyone that I come across. And, um, yeah, usually I'm able to connect with pretty much anyone. Yeah. Nice.
0: Love it, man. Well, Bryson, I'm I'm glad we finally got to do this, Absolutely. man. I've been
1: watching you from afar for a
0: while, man. And, yeah. Uh, your, <laughs> <it>. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, you're, you're doing big things, man. So keep it up. We'll, Absolutely, uh, do some deals together, and I hope so,
1: man. Let me play some golf sometime. Give me golf is 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 the word around town, yeah, especially man. in St. Charles. Yeah, check so, it out, Yeah, hey, I, I like that. Got get some good partner courses on there. Yeah, yeah. So, do you do which membership? Do you get, do, you do? Uh, the full thing where you get hey, man. the clubhouse and the yeah. courses? Hey, Amen. I just signed I knew you up. You did so max I member. Up. Yeah, if you
0: need a golf cart driver i'll handle that
1: you you get rolling hills for free i think uh Uh, eagle springs the ball in one that's right by my house yeah ball one looks kind of nice yeah i've never played it it's right down the road for me yeah Yeah. my buddy i saw my buddy playing like on on his instagram and it looked pretty nice actually now i have a great excuse to get out and play every week (laughs) oh that's the 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 numbers make sense on it yeah you know with the partner course i don't know how much i can come out and hit golf balls in saint charles but I'll make it to those courses and play some, so I might actually get into it.
0: Yeah, well, so for all future uh, podcast guests, uh, you get to, to come to Gimme Golf Club with me and check it out. So. It's a good deal. <laughs> all right, man. We'll wrap it up, Bryson. Thanks again for doing this, yeah, buddy. Thank, thank you, buddy. I appreciate right, it. Man.
1: Absolutely awesome.